Hello and welcome to the Mr. Mike podcast. I'm an early years in Key Stage 1 teacher. I'm so excited to be launching this podcast and a bit nervous too, so if I make mistakes, please forgive me. Um, I'm going to be using this podcast to share some news, reviews, ideas, tips, tricks, and a bit of an insight into teaching from someone on the front line. So let's have a laugh and go for it. Episode one, ding, 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 ding. Wow, okay, so introduction done. I won't lie, it took me about five or six takes to do that introduction. So um, I've started. This episode is gonna be called, Sure We Get The Summers Off? Question mark. Um, Sitting on the sofa today, it's the summer holidays. I'm in Ireland on my break and uh, it is now, what day is it? Tuesday? Tuesday and no one's around because everyone else is at work. And the door knocked earlier and there was a man doing a survey and he said, what's your occupation? And I said, I'm a teacher. And he said to me, oh sure, that's easy. You've got your summers off. And it made me think, got my summers off. I need my summers to chill out and recuperate and regenerate. But how many times do we hear that? Sure, you've got your summers off. All them holidays, oh, teaching's an easy job. Oh, I wish it was as easy as it's made out to be because we all know it's not all Sesame Street and CBBC. So my name is Dan, AKA Mr. Mac, uh, or Mr. McFarland. I am an early years teacher in Key Stage 1. I've been teaching for nine years yeah no eight eight years yeah eight years teaching most of it in eyfs f2 which is primary one in northern ireland um and then a year in year one which was great crack great fun i'm hoping that my accent is clear enough on here but obviously it's my first podcast so depending on what feedback i get i can change my accent so i can just like when i teach phonics and i have to change some of the sounds around like rain and gate instead of rain and gate, like I would say back home. So I hope you're all switching off for the summer. I'm so excited for my new job. I'm going back into EYFS, EYFS leader again. And I cannot wait to do it. And it just made me think how we all need to learn how to switch off for the summer. Since I finished for the summer which was on the 12th of July I took a couple of days to rest and then I went into my new school to have a look at the EYFS and decide what I was going to do what needed to be thrown out and the big sort we know what we're talking about resources need to be sorted labeled things need to be chucked out and I find it hard to chuck anything out I always think oh I'll keep those pine cones and never know when I'll need them or, oh, um, no, 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 don't empty that tray of glue stick lids because we need all 120 of those extra glue, glue stick lids because we never know when we'll need them when a child loses the glue stick lid and we need an extra one. And it just reminded me of that song that I created a few years ago, which um, when Ofsted were in my school, I was just in this year, the class started singing it whenever we were packing away our glue sticks and whiteboard pens. And it was talking about not forgetting to put your lid on. So it was, if you like it, then you better put a lid on it. If you like it, then you better put a lid on it. And the Ofsted inspector gave a little uh, smirk. And I thought he was going to join in. So if you're out there, you know you wanted to join in. 
But yeah, I went into my new school for the first three days of the summer holidays, a Monday, Tuesday and a Wednesday. Before I even got there, there was drama. I went to play tennis in the morning and then I was cycling there and on my back I had backpack and in the backpack was glue and stable gun and blue tack, you know, the essentials and my tennis racket. And my tennis racket was sticking out the top of my backpack and when I was cycling to my new school, I decided to take a little detour up the canal and the canals are these little bridges that go over the top. So there I was, full speed, cycling along and all of a sudden the tennis bat caught in the bridge as I was going underneath, trailed me off my bike and I banged into the railing at the side of the canal and then fell back on the ground. Luckily, I was wearing a helmet. So what a way to start the summer holidays, hmm? But remember everyone, wear a helmet. Hashtag wear a helmet. So, the big summer switch off. When I was in my new school, I found a whole tray of glue sticks and I was like, yes, here we go, glue sticks. Also, when I was in there, I freaked out. I was sitting having a cup of tea and thought I saw a spider, jumped up, screamed, ran around, but it was plastic. So <laughs> I should have realized that it was a plastic one because they were just doing mini beasts before the end of the term. And obviously we know loads of things get lost and scattered everywhere. But I still jumped up and screamed. So what I'm going to do this summer is I've totally switched off. I've got a Mr. Mac Facebook page. I've signed myself out from it so that I don't spot things and try and post them. I've just created an Instagram. I posted a few bits on there just to get it started. But I've also now I'm going to sign myself out from it. And then I'm just going to spend the rest of the summer with my family and do some reading and try and just give myself time. I was reading a book called The Rules of Life by Richard Templar. I've got it sitting beside me here. And rule 28 is leave a little space for yourself each day. And he says, you may think that you have a little quality time each day for yourself, but I bet you don't. He says, you see, even in our time alone, we spend so much of it worrying about others, caring for our family, friends and loved ones, and that there's very little time left over entirely for ourselves. So what I'm doing is I'm going to try and give as much time to myself over the summer. Obviously, I'll spend it with family and friends, but just to rest and recuperate. He says in the book, perhaps give yourself 10 minutes, put aside this time to devote entirely to yourself. And he said, don't think of it as being selfish. He said, you are, you can't always think that you're the captain, the engine and the driving force. Like we do each day in the classroom. We think we're the captain of the ship that's steering it through <laughs> the week. Just to get to the end of the day without losing a book bag or a coat. <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing. And he said, you need the time to regenerate, renew and invigorate yourself. Because when you think about it, the amount of ideas that teachers come up with every day, each second, each minute, each second, especially when we're trying to plan in the moment as such, and you're thinking of all these ideas of questions and things that you can do to extend children's learning throughout each second, each minute of the day, your brain is making all of those decisions, so you must be exhausted. Especially when I see some people asking on, sorry, I'm gonna have a sip of my coffee. Some people asking on you know, the twinkle groups and things for ideas, for their planning, and the amount of planning some people do 
it's exhausting and especially whenever people have to say if they're doing a topic such as mm, people who help us I've seen lots of people asking oh how can I theme my sand tray and my water tray and my forest school area to people who help us and I was reading a very good book by ABC Dawes oh the name of it is literally left my head uh, but I've also been reading another one by Greg Bottrell called Can I Go Play Now? And they talk about you don't have to theme every area um, to whatever your current interest is in the classroom. Just, you know, you can enhance certain areas, but it doesn't. Every, not everything has to be themed to the topic. He says in it, in a page 10, under a subheading, Your Adult Voice Cannot Be Their Voice, he says... With all the best will in the world, your half-termly themes such as spring, Chinese New Year, people who help us, etc. and so on, are not the children's voice, they are yours. Nowhere in the EYFS does it say that these topics are what needs teaching. I'm skipping a bit down and it says, Have they ever once talked about or demonstrated how they would love to explore the role play of the dentist to the extent that every single bit of your continuous provision, water tray, sand tray, forest school area, resembles a dental practice with a neat and tidy people who help us display. He says, thematic approaches are adult-led without a doubt. They drown out the child's interests, look beyond them through a fog of planned activity and prescribed outcome. He said, a child-led approach is wild and free. Oh, I totally agree with that. I remember when I first started teaching we were doing mini beasts, actually, plastic spiders, still scared of them, even though I knew they were plastic. And I was sitting up to 12, 1, 2 in the morning. I was doing my PGCE in Leicester, thinking, how can I theme the sand tray to mini beasts and the water tray? And I had some ideas. And what my, one of my ideas was I made these laminated, of course. <laughs> and I do not like laminating. Hashtag teacher who does not like laminating. Sorry for letting you all down. I printed out these big lily pads, laminated them, and then I stuck some, I got some sponges from the shop, cut them up, glued them to the laminated, <laughs> laminated, what are they called, lily pads. And then I got, they had numbers on, of course, because, you know, lily pads have numbers on. I don't know if you've ever been to a pond and looked in and saw the lily pads with numbers on them. <laughs> so, you know, very realistic. And in the bottom of the water tray, I had these little... You know when you play tiddlywinks, where you get like tiddlywink frogs, where you put your finger on the back and they jump? I had those, and I had sharpie numbers on to match the numbers on the lily pads. And I thought to myself, they are going to love this. They're going to rush over to the tray and say, wow, look at these frog plastic frogs in here. I'm going to search through them and I know I'm going to lift them out and match them to the, the laminated lily pads on top. Did they, Jack? They scooped them out, threw them to the side and got in the different size pots that there was on the side and jugs and spent their time pouring and filling the jugs. And at that time, I just started out teaching. So I didn't know what to do with this. And I thought, that's just play. That's not learning. Well, of course, over the years and my own development as a teacher, I realised that what I what I needed to do, and like what if you go onto ABC Doll's website, he's got this in his uh, link. I think it might be objective led planning, or he's got something on there where you assess the skills in the areas where the children are playing. So what I did was I 
watched what they were doing in that area and saw that they enjoyed pouring and filling. And I said to myself, well, how can I adapt that play? What skills can I work on to um, enhance the play that way? Instead of rushing in, as Greg says, and taking away the children's voice and doing my voice and saying, well, no, you're going to play in here with the laminated lily pads because I've made them and you're going to put the frogs on. They did not want to do that. It was not enjoyable. So anyway, I'm dilly-dallying back to exhaustion from ideas and resting over the summer. We need this time. And like Richard Templar says in the Rules of Life book, we need to live, leave a little space for yourself each day. So I'm using the summer now to try and switch off so that I can get a good practice doing it for when I go back in September because I was burnt out. When it got to July, I was barely sleep, even though I was tired of barely sleeping, coffeeed out, I was literally running on empty and it took me coming home here to Ireland to rest and see that that was not a healthy, not a healthy lifestyle or work-life balance at all. So what I've tried to do is I've tried to do some more reading. So I'm reading the Rules of Life book. Also, I'm reading, I bought it on Amazon, A Lion, the Witch in the Wardrobe, full, sorry, not The Lion, the Witch in the Wardrobe, <laughs> The Tales of Narnia, full collection book. And I'm reading through it. Oh, it's fantastic. I read it as a child, but I'm reading it again. It's absolutely amazing. So I'm reading that alongside can I Go Play Now by Greg Bottrell and another book called Free Play. It's in my room, so I'm not going to go get it. But uh, in my next podcast, or if I can attach details to this podcast, I'll write and tell you who it's written by. So I will, who the book is written by. Ooh, 13 minutes. Also, who finds it? Now, I say I'm switching off. Who finds it hard to totally switch off? I'll give you an example. So my friend Michaela and I were walking yesterday to a place called Cambain Castle. Fields everywhere, amazing views. I could see the, the sea in the background. Oh, it, well, I'm not gonna say it was sunny because it wasn't. It's Northern Ireland and it's July, but it was warm. The clouds were in the sky, it was great. Walking along, having the time of our lives, and I spot on the left-hand side of the road, a pallet. And I said to myself, Oh, I could just drag that pallet in. I could sand it down, paint it, attach some baskets on there. It could be a nice little wall to hang. Mark made, Mark making media in my head. Literally went from summer, summertime chilling to dragging a pallet in, sanding it down. Pencil pots were hanging from it already. Or you could, you know, hang guttering for it for an extended piece of water play. <laughs> so I hadn't switched off at all. And then I was walking across the beach the other morning. And I spotted all these shells and I was like, no, I know you should not take anything from the beach. So do not worry. Um, I said, oh, those shells would look really good in like an investigation corner to like explore the different patterns on top. Or they'd be really nice in a loose, uh, loose parts play area. Or if I was doing like a beach theme or reading a beach story or you could listen to the shells and see what you could hear. So again, all of that comes through my head in 30 seconds. So again, not switched off. So it is very hard, especially as a teacher, when you condition your brain to continually think of all of these ideas through every day, every second of every day, to then come home or go on holiday and switch off. Because I see people on, um, I follow way too many Facebook groups on Facebook, of course, and on Twitter. 
and I see people posting these things. They're on holiday and maybe they've went into a local shop and glue sticks are on sale. <laughs> or I've seen someone who was in America and there was like a pack of 50 Sharpies on sale for like $12 and they were like going crazy and people underneath were commenting saying, oh, bring me back a pack, bring me pack, bring me back a pack and I'll give you the money for them. Crazy, we are crazy. Uh, <laughs> we find it hard to switch off. I've already seen story spoons. Oh, I love, you know, they're lovely with like the best art on them. I couldn't make story spoons. I can't draw. So I'll have to get someone else. If I was going to make them, I'd have to get someone else to do them. If I was going to make story spoons, my story spoons would resemble, do you know the, the saw doll, the doll from salt? They would be scary. That's why I'm not making story spoons. Story spoons, story chairs. And I've had to, and you could do this to my Mr. Mike Facebook page if you want to, but I'm not going to post anything on there. Um, I'm going to mute all of these groups so that I don't see any of that. Because even though it's great, I've had to learn myself. When I first got my Mr. Mike page, when the first summer came along, sorry, I'd take a sip of my coffee. I was still posting into July and like all of these ideas or things I was doing. I know enthusiasm, great. But what I was doing is I was saying, oh, it's okay to work. I was still, I was playing into that um, teacher thing. Oh yeah, it's okay to do this during the summer. This is, you know, expected of some people. Continue to think, continue to have these ideas. I went back in September exhausted that year because I didn't allow myself, myself the time to switch off. So I'm trying to be a good role model. I'm not posting anything anymore over the summer. I'm trying really hard and I'll save it because it can still be posted in September where teachers are never not going to want ideas. So I'm going to try and save it so I can be a good role model to say switch off and have time for yourself. This will make you laugh. I have got some notes here beside me of what I might have wanted to say or cover during this first episode of the podcast. I'm sorry if I was rambling at all or if it doesn't make any sense. And the title is, Sure We Get the Summers Off? The amount of time, so I've hopefully I've covered it a little bit. It all started from that man saying it at the door earlier. But just talking about how do we switch off? So I am trying to read, listening to music more, going out walking every day. I love listening to podcasts. I've started to listen to Shanetta. I don't know why I started speaking in a Spanish accent. Shanetta, if you're listening, you will love that. Shanita. Um, <laughs> I started listening to Shanette Basin's podcast, which I love. I listen to it in the morning. Even though it's the summer holidays, I still wake up at about six or seven o'clock. Um, so I've started putting it on in the morning to give myself a little boost. Then I get up and go for a walk. I live in a coastal area, so I'm making the most of getting outside. Breathing in the fresh air. If it's raining, stick a coat on, put the hood up, get the brolly out. The other day, this morning, actually, I went for a walk across the beach and it was not warm. I had a jumper on, but it's so great just to sit still for a while and just take the time for myself. I listen to the waves and the birds. I had a coffee with me. Okay, so that's coffee number three of today I'm drinking right now. And just stared out into the sea and just thought, how, how brilliant is this? I've got the summer off to recharge and rest. And I hope everyone else is doing this as well. So give Shanette a listen. And also, Mr. P has got a podcast. Um, it's called Two Mr. P's in a Pod, brackets, cast. <laughs> and they've been sharing, they're really funny and sharing loads of jokes about the job as well. Which is hilarious. So I'm just going to spend the rest of the summer with my family. 
and try and create as many memories as I can and try and teach myself. It's like teaching myself. It's like exercise to switch off. Anyway, this was the first podcast. I hope you've laughed, had time to think about something or maybe it's just something you've thrown on, listened to and thought, okay, that was um, 20 minutes that um, have taken me out of normal thinking or 20 minutes I've wasted. Sorry if I have wasted it. But hopefully I'll get better at doing podcasts. And what I want to do is, I'm going to want to do a podcast on work-life balance and a podcast with one of my friends who's also a teacher, but she works abroad. And we can compare and talk about the funny things that happen in everyday school life and how different her job might be compared to mine. But have a lovely summer, everybody. I'm going to not drink another cup of coffee. I'm going to switch the TV on and have a little chill and then do nothing if you want to you can follow me on facebook instagram and twitter search mr mac that's mr mr and then mac mc on facebook it's mr mac early years on twitter it is at mr mac official 1986 and on instagram it's mr mac hashtag making memories so thank you for listening and i will see you soon happy summer everybody Woohoo!